And I, I wanted to, like, in my soul felt this. I wanted him to be like, hey, kid, listen, I took you out go-karting, you know, I'd, like, buy you ice cream and stuff. That was just so I could try to fuck your sister. But, like, I'm <laughs> That's 25. That's done now, so. <laughs> I, I'm 25, you're, like, 10. Like, dude. We're not friends. <laughs> sorry, sorry, man. Take care. User wins. Welcome back, listeners, to Alphanumeric, a reboot podcast, the weekly podcast where we discuss every episode of Reboot ever in order, starting from the beginning. I'm one of your hosts, Christopher Siege. I'm your other host, Aiden Snyder. And I am yet another host, NeoCal. And this week on Alphanumeric, we are discussing the fifth episode of the first season, which was known as The Tiff. It originally aired on november 26th 1994 in canada but strangely enough it aired a week earlier on november 19th in 1994 in the united states uh, they get everything it, first america yeah america america uh aiden why don't you get us started talking about the episode well okay uh let me see uh the tiff Season, uh, season five. <laughs> uh, episode five of Reboot, The Tiff. There is no uh, season five. There is no season five. Well, yeah, kind of, but we're not going to talk about that. Uh, <laughs> episode five of Reboot, The Tiff. It's exactly how it sounds. Bob and Dot. Just the have, Tiff. Have just the Tiff. <laughs> <laughs> Bob and Dot have a difference of opinion on many things, and uh, they get into a tiff where yes. uh, Enzo takes it upon himself to try and mend this uh, this broken friendship, seemingly broken friendship, and uh, and it works perfectly. It works almost perfectly. You're absolutely right. <laughs> uh, so uh, we're at we're at Dot's diner and Cecil. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> there, are, there are a few patrons uh, standing at the entrance, seemingly waiting to be seated, and Cecil is all like, wait at the bar, wait at the bar. So presumably, <laughs> these guys don't tip. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah, he just tosses everybody who doesn't tip at the bar. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, on the left side of the screen, we see Jukebox Binome. Jukebox yeah, binome. I like that guy. <laughs> He's just hanging out there. Binome. <laughs> He's a Jukebox <laughs> Binome. <laughs> oh, I'm not finishing again. <laughs> um, so Dot is sitting at a table. She's got a few vid windows open. Thousand vid windows. <laughs> and what I find funny is the one well, directly five. in front of her says, "Number one, place palm on reader. Number two, make choice. Make choice. <laughs> Number three, wait for door to open." Okay, what? Anyone? What's that about? Anyone want to want to speculate on that? I, I I have I have I have no idea. Palm read because I know palm. there are doors where they like read your your fingerprints or whatever. But I if that's a specific reference, I it's over my head. Well, then okay. I know a solution for this. <laughs> it's is it Google? <laughs> yes. <laughs> is it a reboot wiki? Yes, I'm going to check the reboot wiki. Typing it in. Um, you you guys can get started on on whatever else I'm gonna. It's my well. One thing I'll I'll notice while he's doing his his thingy. Um, 
every maybe you probably know this or people could just speculate you're usually right about any kind of jargon on this show if you just follow the the train of thought with the characters but tiff is a um an image file format that's right yeah, yeah. but that's it's good. also a petty quarrel between friends double entendre right there i know genius <laughs> writing 10 out of 10 <laughs> Would reboot again. <laughs> <laughs> Would reboot. Yeah, so I'm not really sure. I'm sure while Aiden is uh, diving into what reference that specifically is, you, one would think maybe one, two, or three of us would have done that beforehand. <laughs> but sometimes when, you, when you're when you legitimate journalism, ain't nobody got time for that. Nope. Yeah. So, I only like... just watched this episode minutes before we uh, started recording, so... <laughs> Yeah. Uh, so what's hmm. happening? Oh, um, and well, so I... Bob came back from, uh, like what go karts, circuit carts, or something like that. Circuit racing, yeah. Yeah, that sounds rad. Yeah, I want to go circuit racing. Right. With Bob and Enzo. I don't think I've ever actually been like like go kart racing. Oh really? Yeah. It's pretty fun. No, no, I've never done it. Hmm. Slight uh, quick sidebar. I have a quick fun little story about uh go-kart racing back in like Shoot. 2007 or so uh this is kind of local talk but cal do you remember cyber city in nanaimo yeah i worked there oh yeah oh yeah <laughs> interesting uh, oh yeah they hired me okay. because they had a whole bunch of 16 year old girls and they needed like a 200 and like 10 pound like dude to help move the machines around <laughs> and do repairs so I was like the front desk person, but I was mostly the move the heavy objects. And the funny part is I actually worked <clears throat> and fixed some of those go-karts in the back, but I never actually went racing. You know, that place in the back with the golf, little mini golf area. Unfortunately, this place them. does not exist anymore. But No, it does not. So back in like 2007 or so, me and a friend of mine went to a, uh, what is called a dry rave in the middle of the night there one night. Now, for those who don't know, a dry rave is a rave <laughs> that does not have drugs or alcohol. So basically, you're going to have a bad time. I'm just well, kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> well, oh, uh, yes. And <laughs> uh, because of that, um, basically everyone there was like drunk and high anyway, because like people were just sneaking things in. So a dry rave is just a rave where you have to be a little bit more discreet about how, like, fucked you are on ecstasy. Yeah. So I was able to actually convince, while I was, you know, drunk and on ecstasy, I was able to convince the go-kart guy to actually let, to turn on the go-karts and let us bomb around on them. No. No, I was, like, 100%. Wow. So there's like a bunch of us like in our early 20s, just like driving around, racing around in these go-karts in the middle of the night, just like all like drunk and fucked on drugs. Amazing. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure he was completely sober too. <clears throat> oh, I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. That area had a lot of like late night, like dry kind of like party venues from what I recall. I didn't work there very long. <laughs> Okay, so I looked up place palm on reader, et cetera, et cetera, and all I got was a bunch of uh, all I got were a bunch of things about Palm Sunday and placing palm on palm readers and you know like um, um, biomechanics type stuff. Um, 
so I guess it's just a, a thing. Unless uh, unless we have a listener out there who can uh, can uh, say anything different, I see nothing. I okay, our nothing. Fa- favorite listener, feel free to <laughs> our uh, favorite listener. Yes, please. What's his name? Uh, Al- he knows Al- who he is. Oh, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> okay, sweet. Yeah, all, all I'm seeing is place palm on Raider make choice and wait for door to open. Yes, uh, and the tell binom- us what's going on here. Are He's going to be like, you guys, it doesn't mean anything. Like, holy shit, move on. <laughs> speaking, okay. of, speaking of moving on, uh, Dot uh, is like, you two are so irresponsible. I hate yeah. you. Yeah, because Bob and Enzo walk in. <laughs> like, where have you been? Apparently, yeah. Enzo was really moving there because they went go-karting or something. Well, Dot was busy doing some business. Yeah, she was busy at the business factory. Yeah. Doing a business. And um, she points at them like the, you know, like um, 1960s, like Spider-Man. And Bob points back and they start arguing. And uh, I think I found the show art for this episode. I'll send it to you guys. I know. I noticed there's a doctor at the bar and they're all holding popcorn. These like construction workers and a random (laughs) doctor. Yeah, yeah. And his uh, icon is red and black. Oh. Yeah. Oh. But yeah. Enzo and Bob are like, oh, geez, you remember fun, don't you? And he, she's all like, well, somebody has to be the responsible one. And it feels very forced, this, this argument. Very. Seems like, like they, seems like they needed this. Yeah, and he's like, oh, you can't like relax. Like ev- You probably have your whole life planned out. You know where you're going to be at. He says like a, a huge-ass number. I think it's 10,030. And she answers. <laughs> yeah, she answers. <laughs> And she's like, that would be the uh, output conference in Sector 7 or something. Like, I don't even know what <laughs> any of that means. She says some, she knows exactly where she's going to be in when she's like 97, I guess. Me- meanwhile, uh, while they're arguing, there are a bunch of binomes sitting at the, at the counter in the diner eating popcorn, just like looking back and forth. And Cecil is amongst them. And Cecil at one point even steals a bag of popcorn from one of the... Uh, from one of the binoms yeah. and I'm like, where'd in. they get this popcorn? Yeah, and Bob kind of oh, puts we'll his arm around. Know. Yeah, <laughs> well, or maybe they make it there. They make milkshakes <laughs> with sunglasses, so why, why not popcorn? And Bob puts his arm around Enzo, and he's like, see, lady, you gotta take time and smell the daisy wheels. And I was like, I understood that. <laughs> it's like uh, the daisy wheels, like the the like uh, the printing technology that has like all the different like, keys. Gears. Yeah, yeah, little gears, I mean, yeah. Yeah. And, and it's her like name a round, is like little Matrix, wheel. which is another type of printer. Which is another type of printer, that's right. Yes, Ted, that was the joke. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, just like, I know this is old news, but uh, the binome's name in the, the who's hiding in the jukeboxes uh, in the diner is uh, Jean-Luc. Oh, oh so, so that's, yeah, it's, that's it's the red and gold one, yeah. Yeah, he's he yeah, dressed like, uh, sorry, go on. Oh yeah, sorry. Um, when Christopher had and I had done that one episode, I pointed out that um, the one in there is specifically red and gold, like yeah. the the one in the vid window when uh, Enzo had his delivery service. But I didn't know it actually is the same one. That's cool. Yeah, I like to think in that episode that Jean Luc was vid windowing him, yeah, vid windowing to to Enzo in the diner from within the jukebox in the like diner, eight feet away. <laughs> yeah. 
So uh, Dot comes over and she's all like, no, he can't go and have fun. He has boring ancient languages to learn. <laughs> and he's all like, Cobol, Fortran, those are dinosaurs. They're dinosaurs. Uh, those are just are old programming are, languages. Yeah, that yeah. that's kind of what I was just about to ask. That's kind of what I figured. I'm like, those are probably like old school, like even for this show. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> old school yeah. programming languages from like I don't know the 80s or 70s or 80s or Ex- something. Exactly. I asked my um, and the my girl. Go ahead. Sorry, go on. Go on. You might have. Oh, it. <laughs> yeah. It was like I asked my girlfriend. I was like, oh, like what are those? And she's just like, like programming languages that were like defunct, like more than a decade before I even started programming. I was like, oh, okay. Well, well, sorry, not they were, um, that were almost obsolete. Yeah. Well, the, the, apparently, according to the wiki, uh, they were developed in 1959 uh, for wow. IBM. For IBM. Ah. Uh, yeah. Uh, for scientific, scientific and engineering applications. Oh, cool. By John W. Backus. Hmm. Back in the day when we still took... Horseback to work when 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 we didn't even have TV. Yeah, back us in the day. Sat sat in the cave <laughs> waiting for the dinosaurs <laughs> to find us. Sitting in a cave waiting for the dinosaurs to find us. Yes, so are you exactly. implying that time is cyclical? Yes. And if we wait long enough, like the dinosaurs will come back. Yes, maybe. I I don't know. Possibly. Have a girl. <laughs> well that's what he means by the di- waiting for the dinosaurs to find us we need to, we need to bring them out of extinction and, yes and make them again so the lone raptor after, <laughs> the lone raptor. after he is finished fighting a polar bear <laughs> needs to come and find us yeah hello i am raptor bot <laughs> Okay, we're getting we're getting, we're, okay, we're okay. getting off back, the rails here. Back to the show. <laughs> so basically, they get up, Bob and and Dot get in each other's face, and they're they're both essentially like, "No, you, no, you, no, you, no, you." I just wanted to finish that off. <laughs> <laughs> and um, she kind of make Enzo makes Enzo stay and talks about being prepared and wants him to be like a Boy Scout that kind of thing. And Bob's like lounging like a douche. And he's all like, You need to be like more easy peasy and go with the flow like me. You get in the moment. Live on the edge, taking things as they come. I was watching this with my partner and I just like looked over and her her mouth was like pursed. And I'm like, It's me and you, isn't it? And she's like, (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Which one is which? Well I I think I I I think I know, but for Fortran. Fortran. Um, I'm Bob. <laughs> <And> she's, <laughs> she's, uh, she's Dot. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I figured. Um, to, to the point where, like, to, to such a degree that I have certain ADHD issues that come up that, like, my mind physically starts to become sleepy and, like, bored if I, like, <clears throat> study or try to plan things too much. Whereas for her, she'll have, like, kind of, like, problems with, there not being enough plans and things happening spontaneously. So yeah, it is. We were watching this and I, I was like, Oh, too real. <laughs> She's never kicked me out of her diner for it though. So that's good. Does she have a diner? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> that's probably the only reason why. <laughs> that's I haven't... probably the only reason why it's never happened. Has she yeah. ever kicked you out of the dining room? 
I know you have one of those. I've been in your apartment. I don't want to say no, but maybe? <laughs> oh. So, we, so you don't remember. What's been going on? Well, it's kind of like one just giant room, the kitchen and the living room and the dining room, so. No, oh, that's fair. <laughs> you could kick me out of a room and I just walk eight feet and like stare at you through the over the half <laughs> over the half wall and fold my arms. <laughs> anyway, do you like do you like that sitcom that like nineties sitcom bullshit or eighties eighties or nineties sitcom bullshit of like literally painting a line in the middle of the room? Oh, being like <laughs> being like you cannot cross. This is my half of the apartment. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that goes back farther, like even to the honeymooners and I love Lucy. Like, oh, okay, like somebody enough. painting a, a damn line through the middle of like their home and being like, This is my <laughs> side, that's your side. Back and in the days of the line the goes up a refrigerator. <laughs> yeah. I specifically remember an episode of Perfect Strangers that dealt with that. And don't worry, Aiden, I heard your joke. You said yeah. back in the days of Fortran. <laughs> uh, oh jeez. What the heck are we talking about? So we're at Bob's We're department. talking about we're the talking about my <laughs> My uh, relationship. We're talking about reboot, <laughs> and it cuts to Bob's um, apartment, his condo. Yeah, we're at Bob's apartment. Uh, he's underneath his car. Which... Hold on, I want to throw something in here, just just because I, I learned this like um, like one of those I was today years old things. I didn't realize that the word basic was actually an acronym. Oh, because because oh. like you call somebody basic and reboot, basically you're calling them stupid. What basic is an acronym for beginners, all purpose, symbolic instruction code. Yeah. A clear mm. reference to the family of high level programming languages. I had no idea. Oh yeah. Oh. Since 1963. That, yeah. So I'm We're learning, learning, I'm learning a lot of things here. Yeah. Once again, learning on the air, learning on the fly. Living on the I air. don't want to throw a sidebar out there. How rich is Bob? So, Okay, so he's working on he's working on his car, but he lives on the top floor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. So I don't know if you know this. There's like a rotating, um, really cool looking, like high rise condo in um in Dubai, right? So like the the condos there are like millions and millions and millions of dollars, but they have a car elevator, so what? people can like bring their car wow. into their condo. That's wicked. Yeah, and so that's what this. This reminds <laughs> reminds me of. Where does Dubai get all the cool stuff? Um, princely oil money. There we go. <laughs> I mean, I. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, go on. Tri- trillions of dollars. <laughs> I don't. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't actually looking for an answer. That was. Yeah, oh, okay. Was I more, see. More, more. More. More retort. But so yeah, Bob, there you go. <laughs> so Bob's working on his car, and a vid window of uh enzo pops in and enzo is basically all like <laughs> bob yeah basically gotta get down to old man pearson's data dump yeah well he's like um oh dot doesn't want to admit it but oh yeah sorry you... i skipped ahead go ahead yeah yeah uh, we're, we're not oh, quite... damn this is you too so enzo is like yeah we like who's gonna do all these things with me and bob's like sorry you heard your sister i'm not welcome anymore so you know what Go fuck. She can go fuck herself, basically. <laughs> because I got way better things to do. Oh, yeah. He's like, <laughs> yeah, then, when I fix up my I car, I'm going to pick yeah. up so many bitches. Yeah, yeah. And then it just uh, skips ahead to, like, the living room of <laughs> yeah. his apartment. 
and he's just like lounging on this uh couch. like ca- like yeah like, like a diner couch that wraps around the wall yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Like something out of a restaurant and he's there got- there is a anthropomorphic tv standing <laughs> to his right he's just standing there and they're both quiet now we arms and legs. <laughs> we all know who this so, character is, but like because we watched the show before, but like yeah. this is our first introduction to this character. I didn't know like, that. Yeah, he's just randomly there's like this TV with arms, legs, and a f- free floating mouth. He's staring at Bob right exactly. in front of his crotch, just standing there. And it's, and it's like a montage what? of them just like passing time, like standing around in this boring looking living room. Well, because it was right after Bob says, I got so much to do, I don't know where I'm going to find the time to get it all done. Yeah. yeah. And then the next is just him lounging around this empty. I just want to point this out. Bob has nothing. He's got a coffee table and a couch. Which he hey, man, pretty- hey, man. And he's, he's new to town. <laughs> he's also well, got a dining room table, too. Yeah. Oh, yeah, he does. Yeah. Also, I really like nice the music one. that plays in this montage. Yeah, of him just like passing the hours or days away doing nothing. I was watching this and I was like, Bob, don't you got guardian shit to do? Like go stop the go stop hack and slash from like doing their racketeering shit and like go and do stuff, dude. Also, why is Mike's or Okay, whatever. Skip it. Yeah, yeah, whatever. Why is Mike the TV's mouth just agape during all of this? I that's like, how I know- he, he's a mouth breather. He's got no nose, man. What do you want from him? <laughs> oh, I think I think it's a speaker. Well, yes, it's supposed to be a speaker, but like uh, I don't remember in any later episodes his mouth just being agape all the time when he's not talking. It's also floating in front of him. Yeah, that's what I said. Like he's got this like little mouth just like free in free float, like right in front of his crotch. Yeah. That's that's I, I like his design. Doesn't he like read to him like, like, like a like a sex phone line thing? He sure does. Yeah. yeah. Also, yeah, and when he does, like Bob is straight up like passed out, like on the floor, like kind of <laughs> hunched back over <laughs> over the uh, uh, over this like uh, diner booth in his living room, and like. The only thing that is missing is like a toppled over bottle of like Jack Daniels. <laughs> yeah. Before. Let's do a really shitty Photoshop of the screenshot. Like, a, <laughs> like two or three empty bottles of Jack Daniels. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. It, it looks like he's just been like drinking yeah, and crying yeah, the and days away. He's straight up just like passed out. <laughs> I know because I've been there. <laughs> you th- this scene with Bob like passed out on the couch is very familiar to you. Oh yes. Yeah, Mike Mike the TV. We don't know he Bob says his name like later on, but uh he says in like a sultry feminine voice, "My name is Kim or what does he say? K?" K, yeah. That's yeah, weird cuz that's my name. Like <laughs> IRL, that's that's actually part of my name, so it's weird hearing that in a sultry voice. And he says, and I'm waiting to hear from you now. <laughs> yeah, and then Bob something that is them. straight up, like, out of a 1990s, like, late night TV 
uh, sex hotline commercial. And <clears throat> when you guys were kids, how long would you stay on the channel before you realize you're not going to get to see boobs? Because <laughs> that would get me every once in a while. That that depends on the night. <laughs> I didn't realize it was only on Fridays until you know. <laughs> I, I didn't know that when third, I was a kid. Like, I didn't even know it would just pop up some nights and. Ah, uh, who am I kidding? I watched like the uh, the Sunday night sex show. <laughs> you know what was so. great was like back in like 1997 and 98 uh, when the channel first got started was showcase at like 11 p.m. They would show oh, all of these like classic. Yeah, they would show all of these like weird foreign films that had like so much sex and nudity in them. So when you're like a 11 or 12 year old boy, this is like a fucking gold mine. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like red shoe diaries where sometimes there's simulated <laughs> sex in a bare breasts. Yeah. But hey, most of most, <laughs> but like three seconds of it. And no, like, you're like, whoo, 45 minutes of <laughs> 45 minutes of David Duchovny. And then two minutes of boobs. Yeah, I remember specifically like they would show like a lot of like French films and shit like that at like eleven or twelve at night. Oh yeah, I would catch some of those too. Yeah, 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 for sure. So Bob is passed out from all that vodka, and <laughs> <laughs> uh, Mike the TV is giving him a uh, uh, live links infomercial. Yes. Wow, I can't believe you remembered what it his, was called. His own simple way he's trying to get him up off his ass so he does stuff and not just yeah. lounge around like a lazy ass. Yeah. yeah. And then what does he do? He like yeah, yeah. him into the trash chute. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Having so, trouble oh. getting stuff done? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah so let's Bob... get organized. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so Bob in his hung, extremely hungover state in a fit of like drunken rage just like throws Mike the TV into the garbage chute. He ends and up then in the trash can. He's in the trash can. And uh, he's like, it... at least he didn't use the garbage disposal. <laughs> <laughs> so that that's our little glimpse into what will be a long a long relationship of really bad jokes. <laughs> Mike the TV. <laughs> yeah. I can only hope. Uh, it cuts back to the diner at this point. And yeah. The popcorn maker, um, a microwave. I don't really know what the heck it is, but a tear happens. Like it explodes out of some sort of machine in the center of the diner, and there's a tear. Yeah. And everyone in the diner is like freaking out. And it's like slowly like hovering around. And Cecil uh, floats over to a table with two patrons and it, at it, and is all like, "Would you mind settling your bill now, please?" <laughs> and they, yeah, and they just run out. Yeah, they just run out. And for some reason, there, there's a a one binome that turns to the camera. Ooh, he uh, has like tie tie dye like colored like arms and legs and a huge afro, and he <laughs> says, "Groovy." Is that what he says? No, I yeah. think he says ooh er. Yeah, he just says ooh er. It, it's 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 hard to hear, but if you like turn it up and like try to listen, it it's it's he's he's saying groovy, but like in a weird way. Regardless, there's an Afro binome for some reason who says some shit like 
apparently un unintelligible <laughs> we can't we don't even hear the same thing uh stuff at, before running out and i'm like why why is there like a 70s afro binome hanging out i mean i'm glad that there is but is it groovy that sounds bad traveling forward a little bit in time yeah uh, i know there is one episode specifically where the afro guy lands in bob's lap and i believe bob in his it. car and yeah. Bob says, "Ooer." Yeah, I remember that. Ooer. Yeah. Ooer. Yeah. I wouldn't, maybe that's maybe yeah. Maybe it's ooer, and I'm mishearing it, and that means something. I don't. I don't know. Yeah, ooer. I don't know. If it's some kind of like, if it's some kind of reference to something, I don't know what it is, but I'm like ninety five percent sure he's saying ooer. Ooer. Weird. Yeah. Cool. Groovy. Ooer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's going to be my new groovy. Yeah, there you go. I'm uh, sending you gentlemen um, my screenshot of the day um, where Enzo is <laughs> excited that a very deadly and dangerous tear is in the diner. And he's kind of got like a Joker face on him. Yeah, and he's all excited about the tear being there because he's like, all right, now we got to call Bob. <clears throat> he gets like... Yeah, he gets glared at, and he's all like, oh, I mean, oh, geez, I guess we have to call Bob, since he's the only one who can handle this. And then Dot's like, no, no, fuck that. I don't need yeah. him. So she rips, like, one of the uh, the the stools out of the floor. Yeah. Badass. And decides to use it as a weapon to swat the tear, because apparently that's a thing you can do. Yeah, <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's shown binomes like get deleted if they accidentally touch it yeah remember the terror with um mega dump yeah but she's just gonna and like cecil opens the door for the terror as if it's just going to leave the diner <laughs> and it, it looks like it that's what's happening here but dot's like oh no i got something to prove and so it she explodes. like fucking cricket bats the uh the terror <laughs> and it explodes like like quite forcefully and it leaves like a terminator like like molten sphere in, in oh the yeah 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 right just yeah yeah i see it and like what i'm like well what if that killed cecil what then where are there police on the on mainframe or is it like just bob is it like vigilante justice she would just blame bob for cecil's death <laughs> <laughs> and i'm sure cecil would blame him too <laughs> Uh, what's what's in the next scene? Where are you guys at? Uh, we're at the principal office. Yeah, hey. everybody's discussing this tiff that uh, Bob and daughter having, and Enzo is worried. I, I, and don't these I, people got jobs? Yeah, I was just gonna say. I I think it's funny that like Bob and Dot not getting along is like such a big issue for the community that like a bunch of them storm the principal office, telling Fong he needs to do something about it. It's community news. Yeah, <laughs> this, this is like part of me thinks all the protests and the reason all this like all this conflict and like counter protests and all of this stuff is going on is because like unemployment is really high. And that's what it feels like is going on here. You have all these like out of work people that are like, yeah, Bob and dot need to reconcile. Yeah. And so uh, Mike, the TV shows up and <clears throat> he's giving this like recap of what's going on. And he's all like, 
Will Bob and Dot reconcile? Will Bob <laughs> flee back to the supercomputer? Find out next week. <laughs> yada, yada, yada. Some like classic TV bullshit. Oh, cool. Yeah. So there's like the seven, the, the Xenomorph seven, the big fat eight with the pork pie hat. And you remember the, the Ventru that you saw, Christopher? Yeah, yeah. He, oh, yeah. There's there a sprite back there and he's levitating. And it looks like he has a robot arm. He does. His legs are up, like um, folded in like the lotus position or whatever it's called. And he's floating. I want to uh, know more about this guy. Right? <laughs> <laughs> he's like cooler Bob. Yeah, why isn't he? I actually he think he a... uses the same like model for his face. Yeah, why, why isn't this guy featured more prominently in the show? He's, yeah, he's meditating and one of his arms is like Darth Vader. Yeah, he's got like a robot arm. Yeah. And he's floating. What the who is this guy? Hey, so, who is he? <laughs> I have no idea. And so Fong I'm looking at is, this right now. Yeah, it's crazy. And so Fong is all like Patience, child. Friendship is best mended by tragedy or apology. And Enzo is like, Oh, but what does that mean? <laughs> and Fong is like, Fong's I like, have no idea. I have no idea. <laughs> but you should ponder my words. <laughs> It's like, I have no idea, but maybe you do. I love that. <laughs> uh, not like, oh, well, uh, you see, he's just no fucking clue, kid. Fong, I Fong read is it high. Once. Yeah, he's Fong, Fong right is now. definitely high off his uh, off his off his brain. And yeah, he's he's high on his arthritis medication. <laughs> <laughs> Fong's just like in the uh, in the uh, the Greek action room. Uh, smoking opium. <laughs> Greek action room. Uh, uh, they all just stare at him. Yeah. Uh, Enzo gets an idea here, though, and so he calls uh, Bob up, who is still her, who is once again working on his car, and is all like, "Bob, you gotta help me. I've been taken captive by Megabyte." Oh, right. He's captured me. He's holding me hostage at Old Man Pearson's data dump. Hurry, Bob. You gotta save me. And then we see a (laughs) obvious cardboard cutout of Megabyte with a terrible sound alike being like, you fools. You fools. He's gotten to the fed window. (laughs) Seize him. him. Uh... And uh, it's like, seems legit. (laughs) He's like, whoa, hold on, Enzo. I'll be right there. And then we cut to Enzo and he is on the set of a a, literal set, a literal set of like a, uh, a film production. I like the little director binome. Yeah. Director binome and Frisket is there. And there's a couple of like great viral binomes and. Are they fake viral binomes? Yeah, yeah, they're just actors. Oh, I can't tell the difference. <laughs> oh, there's like a makeup lady in the back. Yeah, what the heck? <laughs> Actually, uh, uh, I'm Ooh, looking at I'm looking at a freeze frame right now of the the one the one viral binome. If you look at the uh, the viral skull on his torso, it's actually like almost googly eyed. Oh, there are. They're like cross derpy eyes yeah. underneath it. Oh, yeah. I like that. Anybody else? Oh, that's, think that oh, the, that's uh... hilarious. Yeah, I, 
I, I, like glasses I don't know on. how you could have possibly caught that. You paused it at just the right I, no, Yeah, exactly. I pa- happened to pause it at just the right time. I did not yeah, the little the viral skull around. is, it has like wonky little eyes drawn on. Anyone else think the, uh, the makeup binome is hot? You know, I do. Oh. Yeah, so, you know, there you go. What well, actually wasn't <laughs> expecting that. <laughs> okay. hey, you needed an answer. Uh. All um, right, so it's not just me. Yeah, she's got uh, kind of like cyberpunk hair going on. Yeah. And like, uh, she actually reminds dark me of, eyeshadow. Of, yeah. Of a, actually reminds me of a makeup woman I used to, I, I used to work with on, on set when I was working on film. Oh, there you go. Yeah. So there All you right. go. Yeah. Shout out to that lady. Hey, Uwer. Uwer. is an actual thing. It's not really, it doesn't really mean anything, but it's kind of like a pickup line in Britain. Oh. Uwer, uh, Mrs. Uwer. Except. Oh, Uwer. I've heard the British guy at work say that, I think. Uwer. I thought it was just him being British, and I guess it is. <laughs> yeah, I, I just looked it up, and uh, that's it. That's it's it's basically just the sound you do, uh, uh, you know. Right. Okay. Yeah, so yeah, that's there's nothing on the reboot wiki about it. There's nothing else, but I checked it out in a few different dictionaries, and that's it. O o e o o e r. I think cool. a couple of the creators of this show are British. There oh, you go. They they there are yeah there are a couple for sure yeah. All right, things are coming together. Ooh. Canadian and Brit humor makes a lot Ooh. of sense now. <laughs> so uh, they do take two. There are a lot of Brits on the uh, the Sick and Wrong Discord, so I will have to ask them about this. <laughs> oh yeah, there you go. <laughs> I, I think Enzo and the directing team uh, they do like a take two, and they send basically the same uh, video to Dot. Yeah. And then they do something really dumb, which I don't understand. Yeah, he actually puts himself in real danger, <laughs> and he's it's like nice and tight, you know, he's tying him up on the it's conveyor so belt. So campy and tropey. Like, what the hell, man? Why would you do this to yourself? Yeah, nice and tight. Make sure I don't now. Now slap me. <laughs> <laughs> nice and tight, boys. Yeah, make it so it's a little <laughs> hard for me to breathe. Not too hard, but a, a little hard. <laughs> yeah. Now the ball gag. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Ooh, uh. oh, oh, that's too far. I see. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I really like that Bob shows up on his zip board, but Dot shows up with like spelunking equipment. Um, uh, late... Yeah, she's like wearing like a hard hat and uh, a backpack. And there is a toilet a... plunger. I was just about to say and that. A ladle hanging off of the, the backpack. Uh, be prepared what kind of safari was she going on uh she's prepared for anything she doesn't have glitch man she's got a plunger too hey you never know yeah (laughs) she's got like an old oil lamp attached to her head the uh yeah like like yeah literal (laughs) spelunking helmet i like (laughs) how i like how they activate this like um it's again this is an electromagnet much like the one that um mega dump like had yeah probably used the the same model and he orders one of the actors the the viral binome actor to 
uh, which has a normal looking viral symbol on his chest yeah. this time, uh, to turn it on. And yeah, it just starts deleting everything on the on the conveyor belt. He's on a yeah. conveyor belt and he's slowly moving towards this giant electromagnet. And a bit that honestly kind of reminds me of the 60s Batman show. <laughs> in, in the levels of corn? Well, and there is actually an episode of the 60s Batman show where Batman and Robin literally end up like on a conveyor, like going toward a saw or something like that, or like a furnace. Yeah, I think it was yeah. a furnace. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, it's, that's it's what this reminds me of. And of course, <laughs> d- have you ever been able to predict soon to be rendered more... ex-humans? <laughs> 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 have you ever been able to predict an episode more than this one? Um, this is like the most predictable like car- episode of any cartoon I've ever, I've ever seen. Their their conflict here is extremely out of nowhere. Just in general, in this episode, it's extremely out of nowhere and it's very hard. contrived. Yes. Oh. Yeah. We like the show. Don't get us wrong, people. Oh, but yeah. We like the show, but spoilers, I don't like this episode. <laughs> Not at all. Yeah, he's screaming for help and do Bob and uh, Dot, like, stop arguing to go and help him as he's going closer towards his death. No, no, but luckily his dog's there. His dog, uh, I always got confused with this, because when Frisket showed up, he, he made a gesture as if he was pushing him along into the incinerator or whatever it was. Uh, oh, I missed that. Yeah, if you go back to where he's tied up on the conveyor belt, Frisket just shows up, and Danzo's yelling, help! And the dog just kind of like takes his nose and just nudges him closer to the thing. <laughs> and then I'm kind of going like, hold on, why is Frisket helping this happen? Uh, I, I think uh, he was just nuzzling his his own his his master. You know? oh, okay, okay. Probably. So Dot on her backpack also has a coffee cup. Ah, uh, that's what that is. Yes, is this yes. bitch going camping? I mean, <laughs> here, here's like, the thing. There for a rescue at a data dump. Here, here's the thing. <laughs> She's gonna eat some garbage. A toilet right. plunger is the one thing that you don't realize the probably the most important tool in your home that you don't realize you need until you really need one. That is very, very true, sir. That is valid. Yeah. You can make do without a spatula. You can, you know, like, oh man, I don't have a screwdriver, <laughs> well, but kinda. like you don't have a toilet plunger. Oh, you're going to have a bad time one day. I can't. Maybe I can't not f- today. Maybe not tomorrow. <laughs> can't, but flip eggs. can't flip eggs with a plunger. No. But you know what? <laughs> you also can't plunge a toilet with a spatula. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, you it takes, could. It takes skill. No, yeah. you can try. <laughs> That's worse. <laughs> you could oh, microwave an egg in a plunger. That is actually true. Yes, you, you can could do totally, that. So you, you wouldn't one hundred percent do that. You wouldn't why? have to you flip why? an egg. You wouldn't want to. No, but you could. <laughs> You'd have to throw it through the dishwasher at least ten times. Which, if you have a dishwasher, it's like, why don't you have kitchen utensils at this point? Why is all you have a plunger? Uh, well, I don't even know what you guys are talking about anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I say, pretending that I didn't start. The- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was like, you did it, you plum. What? You- <laughs> all right. 
Oh, they start calling each other basic, which I find hilarious because that has a completely different meaning now as it does in this situation. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, oh, yeah. Like, you know how, like, oh, this person's like such a basic bitch. Like, they like uh, sports and Grey's Anatomy and um, pumpkin chai lattes and. Or maybe Aiden hasn't heard. Oh no! Well, I have. I have heard of this. I guess I didn't put the two together. I mean, like and, the context in this in this show. Yeah, you. And they're calling each other basic, and yeah, definitely has a different cultural meaning. Yeah, nowadays, basically, uh, a basic person is someone who is kind of dull, milk toast, uh, Yeah, has very uninteresting and uh common interests um watches big bang theory yeah like the the only like the the only tv shows that they can talk to you about are like the big bang theory and game of thrones uh think the the pickle rick episode of rick and morty is the funniest thing on tv <laughs> yeah I don't know how many people are going to hate me for that one <laughs> i I I don't get that show. I I watched like, uh, I guess this was probably about four or five years ago now. But like, I was at someone's house and they were just like binging Rick and Morty. So I saw like five or six episodes and like I just I I didn't get it. And it's not that I didn't. It's not that I. Well, it's not that I didn't get like. I don't know. I didn't understand why anyone found that amusing. I find most of it amusing. I did not. You, you gotta like like bum and and poo poo and pee jokes, which I don't generally. So, <laughs> right, right. But then you go on Reddit, and most Rick and Morty fans will talk. If you say you don't like Rick and Morty, they will talk about how it takes someone who is intellectually superior to truly understand and appreciate that series which i'm like if it really takes all of this brain power why is it such a like common like mainstream thing well keep in mind it's also a common and mainstream thing for people to think that they are smarter than the average person yeah yeah right but which is technically impossible like i I think yeah if you go all the way back down to the 70s um university students and people at workplaces interviewed or whatever it's something like 80 percent of like people interviewed uh think that they are smarter than the 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 average person but if you think Mm -hmm. about that that means there's a lot of people that think they're smarter than they actually are or they think the average person is dumber than (laughs) than they actually are so most of the people on the planet think that they're they're quite smart. And I would argue that most of the planet is is fairly well educated. And if you compared us to say humans from a hundred years ago, we, there, we are smarter. Mm, being smart and being educated are two different things. Oh well, I, I know. That's a good point. Um in, independent thought. There's a very weird scene where Enzo has like a little Minecraft daydream. Like a little thought bubble pops out from his head. And <laughs> it's very, blocked. very Pixelated, yeah, pick, pick, yeah. Like I get 3D blocks. Yeah. Shifting. Bloop, bloop, bloop. That's With weird. Fong's head. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, and uh, Fong. Enzo, 
Enzo gets the idea from this like floating bubble thingy. It's a thought bubble, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Thought bubble. Uh, Enzo gets the idea that since bringing Bob and Dot together through tragedy did not work, now he needs to try the other Apology. thing. Apology. Apology. Yeah, yeah. Oh. And apparently, Frisket can see the thought bubble too. Oh. Because Frisket is also watching Fong. Oh, good. I, th- I, 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 thought, <laughs> That's weird. I thought that was pretty funny. Yeah. Frisket says, oh, there's a thing above your head, Enzo. That's so weird. All the while holding Enzo in his mouth. Yeah. He, he's a very strong dog. He is a tank, this one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so um, what Enzo decides to do is he is going to send uh, hollow cards, hollow mark cards, <laughs> which is yeah. cute. Uh, hollow mark cards to both Bob and Dot, uh, pretending to be either one of them, apologizing to the other, being all like, I was wrong. Let's meet up and work this out. Isn't that weird that there's an actual courier who delivers like a physical letter? In a world where vid windows can pop up anywhere. That is true. Maybe it's more difficult to forge a vid window than it is to forge a Holomark card. That, right. that is true. That is, I was thinking that too, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, because it's kind of like green and like matrixy and glitchy, isn't it? Yeah. Okay, yeah. yeah, fair enough. Like vid window is like one for one, whereas this is kind <laughs> of like a programmed thing. <laughs> what? What I would like to point out here, though, is both of these fake Holomark cards, they both say to one another that, won't you accept my apology, and won't you meet me halfway? Yeah. Which is actually a pretty good lesson in conflict resolution right there. Honestly, if Enzo wrote these, like, maybe you should teach them. Yeah, (laughs) you you thought the same thing? He doesn't need Cobal or Fortran. (laughs) Right? Yeah, like I was like, man, writing, maybe kid. maybe he should um he should be a, what's it called a mediator or like a a counselor or something. That's, yeah, yeah, good yeah. job. And that's like the also, most touching and like compassionate like anything will ever be on the show. <laughs> I would also just like to point out here what a dick Bob is. Um, he he's working on his car. He gets he gets a knock at the door, and. It's the it's the it's the courier, and he hands in the envelope, and then Bob is oh, kind of right. he's just looking at him, and the guy behind him is like, <clears throat> you know, like tip hello, holds out his hand. Bob's just like, oh thanks, slams the door. I was like, you ass. He he doesn't tip. Remember, it does doesn't That's why tip. Cecil doesn't like him. Yep, doesn't what a tip. wanker. Yeah, I under, I feel Cecil. <laughs> what a great role in model. My soul. Although I laughed my ass off earlier. <laughs> when he just oh, you, you can't the help but doing it. That's just like a classic like comic relief type yeah. type thing. Yeah. It's like Kevin McAllister uh giving Rob Schneider <laughs> give him gum gum in Home Alone <laughs> yeah. 2. And the yeah. second time when he's all like um, tip, and he's like, "Oh no, sir! I still have some from last time." As he's chewing gum, and like Kevin pulls out like oh, a lot of cash, <laughs> yeah, yeah. thousands of dollars, and he's like, like, "No tip, okay." okay. <laughs> he shuts the door in his face. <laughs> this uh, is a little Home Alone two reference. Yeah, for yeah. anyone yeah, listening, yeah. if you're watching this show with us on the podcast, you have watched Home Alone. So, both. <laughs> 
So uh, we cut away to a uh, a park, and Bob and Dot are both sitting on a park bench and not talking. But then, like Bob, like kind of sits back and throws his arm over the backrest of the the bench, and is all like, "Please, you first with this like smug fucking look on his face. <laughs> yeah, tell me how wrong you were. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I want to hear. Oh, this. that's what it is. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. And I was like, oh, they're being really nice to each other. But yeah, no, yeah. they're like only being nice because they think the other one is going to apologize. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and so there's a little bit of back and forth. And for some reason, Enzo has brought his film crew <laughs> they're right, to yeah. record them. And it's like, why? Um, yeah, it's uh, a guy with a boom mic. Yeah. Right. And um, that uh, lady with the glasses, uh, what is it? Dot's like secretary. Yeah. Oh, uh, it is. Like, yeah. Yeah. It's Dot's secretary, who's like, "Yes, Miss Matrix." Yeah, the one who's <laughs> always complaining about the Mitchell account. Yeah. 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 Which is always <laughs> for some late. reason. Sound guy and secretary are there. Yeah. I like that he's looking through like one of those like um nineties and eighties view ma- Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah it it kind of yeah. looks like a viewmaster. Yeah. It doesn't have the uh, the the circular bit for the disc but oh yeah that i immediately thought of that though yeah yeah and then oh shit wouldn't you know they they make up and the episode ends just fine yep no oh wait no there's a game (laughs) nice try and it's Uh, follow it's falling right on them yep anytime in this show i'm like but wait oh shit that's that's (laughs) like that's like my marker that a game is coming I know, I like to play dumb. <laughs> oh no, they're seeing right, behind the right curtains. As, Cut that. Right as it gets heated, it's like, hey, you were going to apologize to me, right? Oh, wait, what? I thought you were going to apologize to me. Uh, and then the game. Yeah, and uh, the game starts with like a janky-ass <laughs> like GTA character stepping out of a cell. Starship and Alcatraz. Starship Alcatraz. I I can't tell if this is a shitty game or this would be a rad game. I would be, uh, I would be super interested in playing this game. Uh, Apparently, it's based off of another game called Alcatraz Island, which I have never heard of. Um, Okay, but yeah, it's it's. uh, Let me see. Yeah, yeah. Basically, it's it takes place in the prison uh, off uh, off uh, San Francisco Bay. That is where Alcatraz is, my friend. Yeah. 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 Well, for some reason, to me, the uh, the user kind of looks like the Riddler. Kind of right. I I don't really vibes from it too. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So it's not just me. Like Riddler crossed with like GTA (laughs) Three. And uh, uh, Bob and Dot reboot and. Their uniforms kind of like reminded me a little bit of Mega City Judges from 2000 AD. Thank you. Yeah. Without the helmets. They look cool. But... Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Definitely. They they definitely look pretty pretty rad. And there's yeah. a countdown because behind them the user like who jumped out of event like starts a self-destruct sequence and just runs by them. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. And so yeah. that's what it is. They're just chasing him around. <laughs> sort of. The, I, I the, user, was... the user pulls a switch that uh, cuts the power. 
including the lights, so everything goes dark. Uh, Dot hits some, like, emergency power, which brings some lighting back online. But, unfortunately, that has freed all of the prisoners. And so... Uh Yeah, that's some fun. Yeah, all the prisoners. Which are monsters? They're (laughs) weird, weird, like, cubey and bubbly-looking things. Yeah, one is like a... uh, like an eye with fangs and spider legs that jump Kinda. in front of Dot. Yeah. And then Bob pulls out his uh, uh, his Judge Dredd gun, basically, and shoots yeah. a bubble at it. Yeah, they shoot bubbles in this. And yeah. I'm like, eh. <laughs> that's, more, that's more ABC for it. That's more uh, yeah. BS, BS&P bollocks. Y- yeah. It's supposed to in- encasing the... Uh, Supposed to inca- or sorry, just capture them so that they're yeah, puts them in a bubble. Yeah, they just yeah. like float there. But am I crazy, or do these guns look like the Lawgiver? Like they oh, they look absolutely. reminiscent of the oh, Lawgiver oh, yeah. from Judge I, Dredd. I immediately thought that I'm like, oh, there's some Judge Dredd shit going on here. Okay, <laughs> yeah, for sure. And then they there's not a lot going on here. They 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 shoot some monsters. Some are like giant pears with googly eyes. Some are spiders, like Christopher said. But what ends up happening here is Dot's like the organized one, the programmer, right? She can like go on the comms, and Dot's like the action hero, right? Yeah. Well, during this whole fight scene, as like all of the prisoners are being let loose, they find out that the user is trying to get to the very top of this tower yeah. to get to an escape pod, because presumably they're on a space station, right? Like right. a prison station. And yeah, they they switch roles at one point. Just to cut cut ahead here, because believe it or not, like the least interesting part of this episode is probably the game. I I would agree with that. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, they switch roles, and Bob ends up being stuck at like the terminal, and Dot ends up being the one running through the corridors, like fighting monsters and chasing after the user yeah that's right that's right bob's yeah. forced forced to remember certain things that he kind of just forgot yeah and they have like they still have their comms so she kind of like helps him with some like um formulas and and stuff when he's kind of like yelling about how to close off doors and they kind of synergize a bit and he ends up closing like doors in front of the user and like like activating lights and, and stuff as they go. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I can't remember what happens. Uh, I think at the very end, like when the user's getting close to winning, um, Dot cuts him off. I know the, what the catalyst to all this was Bob falling from like the 40th floor and um, oh. Dot shooting him with one of those bubble bullets. Yeah. Which is how they they switched places, right? Which is why he's at the bottom on the control panel, and Dot's like chasing uh, the user with these rad gigantic guns, which unfortunately just shoot bubbles. But what you gonna do? What you gonna do, man? (laughs) Sometimes you gotta ABC, you know, and BS and P. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. And uh, well, yeah. So these bullets, they don't they don't ex-human anybody. They 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 safety them. Oh, well, that's important. 
I suppose. Yeah. I like that Bob at one point is saying, whoa, this system is in turbo yada. Not exactly my first language. Oh, yeah, 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 that's right. I turned to my partner and it was like, Turbo CAD. And, <laughs> and I'm like, what is turbo yada? And she's like, oh, it's, well, it turbo is a thing, but yada is like, you know, yada yada. Like, it's just, Tur- it's just it- like a gibberish word, right? Apparently this is... Sorry, go on. No, go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say, this is an allusion to Turbo Pascal, which appeared in uh, MS-DOS. Yes, she actually... I forgot, but she actually did mention DOS. Oh, okay. Yeah, um, but the yada part is just like yada, yada, yada. Like, it's a made-up thing, right? My subtitles say Turbo CAD. Turbo CAD? Turbo CAD. Yeah. Huh. Interesting. Uh, Maybe I have a different version than you two. Yeah. Oh. (laughs) Yeah, a different cut? The director's cut? Yeah, I I, I have a different cut of the episode than you. (laughs) You get the special edition. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Aiden's like, "What are you talking about?" And we're just like, <laughs> "We're just like secretly salty." <laughs> yeah, <we're> just, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So Turbo Yada, and he's all like, "Oh, I don't speak Turbo Yada Greek. and his uh, brother Turbo Cad." Turbo Yada and Turbo Cad, and so yeah. ador- the the user's running, and Bob's all like, "I don't think so," and a door comes down and blocks That's him. That's his catchphrase. Yeah. <laughs> And the user somehow gets through the door anyway, and then is running up a stairwell. And Bob's like, "Hi there!" and presses a button, and all <laughs> yeah. the sta- all the stairs just turn into a ramp. And so the user like falls down and ends up in this like contorted, crumpled mess at the bottom. There's like cartoonic, like bonk, yeah, bonk, sound because he's like <laughs> falling down the stairs. <laughs> Dot has like is going through these corridors and there's like this big like rush of prisoners coming toward her and she just like unleashes on all of them turning like bubbling. That part all. was cool. Uh, yeah, yeah, I it was love... kind of cool. What, what... Except yes. for the bubbles. Can't <laughs> the bubbles are lame. I'm just going to say it. The bubbles are lame. <laughs> the, the bubbles are lame. Her like running around with these giant guns are cool. Yeah. The, the bubbles are aren't <laughs> i would like to point out that the key that the user has is very reminiscent of a doom key uh, the keys in doom oh, yeah just yeah. like a simple giant kind of like um like almost like a floppy yeah it looks disc. like yeah it's like this big like yellow card with this like kind of with like the the uh top of it having this like almost like serrated look to it yeah. It look, yeah, it looks like one of the keys from Doom. Like it has teeth. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And uh, do, do, do they do they get them? Do they Oh right. Uh what ends up happening is she like actually like physically she has a gun, so I'm not sure what's happening here, but the user gets to one of the escape hatches, like successfully, because yeah. he steals the gun the key card at one point. And inside one the the one he opens, the um, escape capsule. Yeah. Dot is already inside. <laughs> but in the scene leading up to that, in there's a circular room, right? There's like five escape capsules. Yeah. So did she just wait in one and hope that's the one he was going to use? 
For the sake of the episode, yeah, I'm going to say yeah. <laughs> yeah, pre- presumably, yeah. Wouldn't yeah. it be kind Lucky of great guess. if you just chose a different one and the user one, and she's like, oh, well, that was stupid. <laughs> so well, she... I, guess, I guess I'm nullified now. <laughs> so long, cruel world. So she <laughs> gr- uh, grapples him and kind of does like an over-the-shoulder like kick and, and throws him into the the escape capsule. And she dangles this like golden key, and she's like, "You won't be getting very far without this." And then closes the the capsule and launches him into space. So presumably, the user only wins in this epi- in this game if he goes through the escape pod with the key, right? And I was like, uh, "Dot, what are you, what are you doing? Did you just help him win?" No, I guess he needs the key. Yeah. Yeah, uh, apparently. I think, uh, I, I, I'm guessing he'd need the key to steer the ship that he's in so he can fly to freedom or something. Yeah. that That's my guess. So now that he's just locked there in space with, like, nowhere to go and no way of going there, I guess he's he just loses. free-floating, I guess, yeah. 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 Wouldn't but, it be interesting in a game where your items can't be stolen or taken like a random NPC just sorry NPC uh, a random like sprite just like does a weird move you've never seen before and like takes one of your items away I've always like even watching this show as a kid I've always like wondered about that like what that would look like playing a video game if like suddenly a NPC or an enemy just does something completely unexpected and you're like wait what that shouldn't even be in the game <laughs> yeah yeah and they're like acting like their their behavior is completely uh, abnormal and just counter to like the rest of the game's AI, and you're just like, what? What just happened? What is happening? Won, and then you get a game over screen, and you're like, I, what the heck? That enemy can steal the key cards. Imagine the user who was playing the the racing game in. Uh, uh, the second episode where the That's game like <laughs> like completely destabilized like straight up because like they decided to just com- completely break the rules of the game. Yeah, imagine playing like Diddy Kong Racing and like a Mack truck just comes out in front of you and explodes. And yeah. You lose. <laughs> yeah, and then the game just slowly starts crashing because like all of a sudden all of the NPCs are behaving on their own against code. Yeah, that's that's some shit. It's wacky. So yeah, <laughs> so yeah, the, uh, they uh, win. Yeah, they win. The game fly. The GameCube flies away. Bob and Dot are now busy, like complimenting one another about their performance in the game, and they're doing this like back and forth of being like, "Oh no, 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 we could not have done this without you." Oh no, no, but it was you who did this. That oh, like, but your moves were yeah. Oh, that yeah. was amazing. Yeah, they're just like complimenting the, the hell out of each other probably yeah. gonna go and bone but oh yeah absolutely they're gonna go and like have some like glorious makeup sex probably in the diner probably in the the basement the basement of the diner yeah the episode, episode that was never released yeah yeah and enzo is like man do i have to go and buy cigarettes again <laughs> <laughs> neither of them even smoke <laughs> Uh, and yeah, Enzo is like, man, these two are hopeless. And the episode ends. Yeah, is he still hanging out with um, 
secretary and uh, like microphone guy. Yeah, they're all like <laughs> chilling out behind. Him. I guess those are his closest friends. <clears throat> Wait, why, why is the microphone guy there? There's no camera. <laughs> I think they're just eavesdropping hey. in general. At least he is because he's the only one, as in the binome with the microphone. Huh. Yeah. Well, I guess they're bored. I suppose so. Well, what are you going to do? <laughs> what are you going to do? And then everything ended up okay. And so that was the fifth episode of Reboot. What was the it called tiff. again? The, the tiff. tiff. Right. The Tiff. Uh, That's a little... <laughs> Sorry, I'm excited about the tech for some reason. Squee, Oh, is that what you thought I was doing? That was around that time, right? Yeah, yeah, so. yeah, yeah, about around there. Uh, Aiden, uh, any final thoughts on the episode? Any final thoughts? On it? This is actually, I, I really like this episode. I remember the first time watching it, I was like, oh, those guns are awesome, those suits are awesome. Like, uh, didn't really pay too much attention about Bob and Dot fighting, except, you know, where I obviously recognize it, but it was, um, I think the game was pretty cool. I wish I could have played it if it were a real thing. Um, but well, yeah, a kid in I, 94 would be like, oh, heck yeah. Oh, yeah. But me like, now, I'm like, oh, that looks like a boring-ass game. <laughs> <laughs> it would be great as a first-person type thing, but... Uh, sorry, I had to yawn there. Oh, sorry. Um, oh, I thought you should your be. new accent. But yeah, it was it was around the time of Demolition Man and uh, Judge Dredd, and so I was like, oh, those suits, they look like Judge Dredd. What was that fair? That's yeah. fair. Yeah. So it was kind of it was uh, it was uh, yeah yeah I really liked that episode. So all right. Uh, oh. I, at, of course, at the time, I'm not really thinking about how predictable it is. Of course, I look at it now and I'm like, oh, I love this episode. And then the glass shatters, and I'm like, oh man, this not actually and that then great. Stone Cold Steve Austin <laughs> comes out. To open a can of whoop ass on us. <laughs> uh cal what do you what do you have to say about the episode in closing eh, you know yeah, it, yeah. it's a, it's a thing <laughs> i uh i i like here's the thing browsing my phone for like 23 minutes is still one rung underneath watching a bad episode of reboot <laughs> so it's not like it's bad or anything that's, it's just that's... That, that's a pretty low bar right there. <laughs> it's not like it's bad or anything. It's it's. Uh, I'm looking forward to more interesting episodes. Yeah, uh, I'm usually I, the guy that likes everything, but this one was painful to watch as an adult. But like Aiden said, when I was a kid, like I I liked this episode. Oh yeah. I don't know what happened. Part of my soul must have died. <laughs> Got really Not to be I mean, dramatic, but Christopher, how about you? I mean that uh, that's been happening to me every day since 1994. So <laughs> oh, it's just been slowly chipping away. Yeah, hello darkness, my old friend. <laughs> yeah, sad Affleck. Sad Affleck. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, I thought the the conflict between Bob and Dot was extremely contrived and very clearly engineered to drive the plot or to create a plot for this episode. Um, I thought Enzo's yeah. plan was 
idiotic. Uh, <laughs> the game itself looked cool, but I found that whole sequence kind of dull. Yeah, I didn't like this episode. Like a lot of doors opening and closing, and like like Bob whipping around on like a computer terminal. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. The uh, my favorite part of the entire episode was Bob being a dick to the courier. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Poor courier. I felt that in my soul. Yeah. Him being. Yeah. I I think this is probably the the worst episode of this season thus far. Ooh. Yeah. All right. But looking forward to uh next week. And speaking of next week, we will be back next week with the sixth episode of the first season in the belly of the beast. Be sure to Follow us on Facebook at facebook.com slash alphanumericpodcast. If you want to get in touch with us, you can send us an email at alphanumericpod, P-O-D, at outlook.com. Uh, if you want to follow me, you can do so on Instagram at uh, Christopher Siege. That's S-I-E-G-E. And if you want to follow me, you can bug me on the Facebook page. Yeah. I what about you, Aiden? You could, I suppose you could follow me too. I don't really have anything. I do. And how, but, you and how would people follow you? Oh wow, wow, jeez. Uh, I have, <laughs> I have, I have a music show that I that I host. Uh, and oh I'm yeah, on... yeah, yeah. You haven't plugged that yet. Yeah, uh, I haven't plugged that at all. It's called Oldsmobile Sessions. It's where I I have a uh, I drive around in my 1981 Oldsmobile Cutlass Brome. Uh, an old clunker while uh, a new artist every week sits in my back seat and play or the front seat and plays a 40 minute ish set. Kind of like a cooler version of carpool karaoke. Sorry, James Corden, but I, I mean, I, yeah, <laughs> like that, that immediately I was like that, that sounds like a lot of those car shows, but not shitty. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's, a, it's been a lot of fun. It's taking off and, uh, Hoodies Where do you upload? Will be available soon. Uh, I upload on YouTube. Uh, so it's actually just... I'm going to go creep you on YouTube. Go go to YouTube. Oldsmobile Sessions. Oldsmobile Sessions. Yeah, I'll post a link here in the uh, Discord. And... Yeah, and uh, yeah. I'll be sure and uh, share a link on the the Facebook page. Uh, not only for this, but for our other show that me and Cal do, Too Much Energon, where we review every episode of Beast Wars ever in production order, starting from the beginning. Uh, I'll post a link to uh, your show on that page as well. If, uh, if you're if you're interested in the podcast too, I also have uh, I, I I broadcast on Anchor and it's also available Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and uh, oh okay, so it is yeah, it is out there. It is it is out there. Yeah, rad. Yeah. Yes, I I for one do uh, subscribe to your podcast on Apple Podcasts. Well, groovy. Yeah. All right. Yeah, uh, speaking of Apple Podcasts, if that's where you're listening to this show, be sure to leave us a five-star rating because that really helps us out with discoverability. That'll do it for this week of Alphanumeric. Thank you very much for everyone. Ugh, God, <laughs> I completely <failed>. bombed up. <laughs> <laughs> it looks like everyone here can talkify not as goodly as me today. May as oh, well be. Uh, Sorry, go on. 
Uh, one thing I also want to mention is I guest starred recently on a bigger time established podcast called the Sick and Wrong Podcast. Podcast I've been listening to since early 2013. Uh, a couple months ago, there uh, the main host, Dee Simon, his uh, longtime guest host for the past like five years, uh, left the show. So he's been uh, keeping the show going by bringing in random guest hosts every week. Uh, sometimes it's friends of his, sometimes it's listeners. I reached out to him on the Sick and Wrong Discord and was like, I have a pretty decent mic. Uh, I've been listening to the show for this long. What's a... Like, it'd be cool if I could be on the show. And he's like, awesome. Are you free this Saturday? So I recorded an episode of a podcast I've been listening to for years. And it was a lot of fun. Uh, so go check that out. It is uh, the Second Wrong Podcast, episode 761. Yeah, I, I listened awesome. through it. And I, I'll probably not make any fans by saying this, but like, it, it's also probable bias. But I don't know. I thought thought christopher was uh did, did a pretty good job and i i might like christopher christopher's take on things a little slightly more than d's but <laughs> don't don't at me my 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 takes on things are slightly more neutral yeah that's a good way <laughs> of putting it yeah but no it's it's your back and forth is is really well done yeah, I got a lot of positive feedback on it uh, from people in the, the Sick and Wrong Discord, uh, including a number of regulars on there saying that I am I was the best guest host that has been on the show thus far since the old co-host left. So it's been really, that was really reaffirming and good for the self-esteem, you know? Yeah, Sick and Wrong podcast. Yeah. Is that and where this... they talk about um, healthy Christian subjects? Yes. Exactly. So that totally. if that's well, there what you, you go. if that's what you're looking for, that is exactly the show for you. So please go and check it out. <laughs> uh, family friendly fun. All right, everyone. Uh, we're just about out of time here, so we got to get going. So we will catch you next week, and until then, game over. Game over, man. I forgot my line. Anything? <laughs> that's that's okay. That's let's just keep that. All right, cool. <laughs> stay Bye. frosty. Stay frosty, boys and girls. Oh, there it is. And then we awkwardly go bye 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 bye. Okay, thanks. Bye. <laughs> Seven, eight, nine. <laughs> Jeez. Oh, uh, good God. That's pretty good. <laughs> yeah. Not bad. Bad, we gave it bad. a maximal try. We didn't even <laughs> say it. Alpha numeric.